Yo, 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 welcome to another round in the house. We have uh, two very special guests. We have a lot to learn today. We have a new format, a lot going on in Royal House Comics Podcast. I want to welcome for our first panel interview live, uh, Mr. Demetrius LaShawn Witherspoon, CEO of DV Entertainment Pictures. Doing a lot, sir. Doing a lot I want to get into. Uh, CEO of Submerged Universe Comics, uh, Austin Osu- Oseki. Um, they just ran it. It's just just a fantastic uh, 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 project with Winter Ember, Ego Manga. Uh, just a, just a, doing great things in publishing. How are you guys? How are you guys doing? How are you guys feeling? I'm fine. Thank you for inviting us. I appreciate it. So, yeah, great uh, opportunity. Yeah. How about yeah, you, Major? Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, 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 let's let's let everybody know how we kind of got this panel going. So I'm, I'm on Facebook, right? And I'm, 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 we're all on in the Royal House Comics Facebook group. You guys have, have participated in kind of the ecosystem that, that Royal House Comics is trying to mm-hmm. cultivate, which is uh, collaboration and learning. You know, not not just posting. I, I love people posting their stuff, and, and as a moderator, I, I really encourage it. Um, but more than just that, right? How are we learning from each other? So, right, I, I was like, man, we, I see a lot of Kickstarters, some successful. Um, I see a lot of trends in Kickstarters, you know, changing, and, and people that are following them are being successful, people that aren't, you know. Um, so, I'm asking, like, hey, who's actually run a successful Kickstarter uh, and who would come on a show? What prompted you guys each, maybe Demetrius starting with you, what prompted you guys each to kind of, you know, reach out and say, like, yeah, I, I, I have, and. You know, I'd love to be on, I, I want to be in part of that panel. Well, first of all, uh, I want to thank you again for having me on here. And uh, looking at Facebook and, and seeing your posts, it is more than just saying, hey, look what I do. You know, it's giving back and helping the other artists. And so uh, when you said you was do, doing this panel, I was like, yeah, I want to be part of that, you know, because I think it's so important to the creative uh, community community and a comic book community to see how other people are, are doing it, you know, because everybody's journey is different, but we learn so much. Awesome. Awesome. And Austin, you, you was like, hey, man, I'll... I'll yeah, put me put me in there. I'd love to be part of that too. What what kind of prompted you to to kind of you know want to want to join a, a panel like this? Right. Well, I, I do. I like the the Facebook group of World House Comics. How all the posters just it, it's just an environment where people just want to talk about comics, about what they do and learn. And I, I like being a part of that environment. And I just like talking about what I know mm-hmm. about anything about the comics um i'm not saying i'm an expert at it i just i mean i've been doing it for a couple a long time and i do know there's a lot of there was about always a bunch of there's always like a group of new people who want to learn something about getting started whether it's the creative aspect or the business aspect or just any aspect and i just like to show what i i mean discuss what i know from my perspective and hopefully help somebody and and move forward with everyone I think that's so I think that's so powerful because like everybody had that happen to them at some point somebody well, like you having a bunch of questions and somebody being like I've done like you got talent young man or young lady like you like you 
you could do this like this is how you not just you can do this but this is how you do it this is what you need to go do and it gives you kind of like this little spark of like oh i can do it oh there's a way to go do it and then then it takes you to have the motivation the perseverance to take the action to put some of these projects together which i want to get into um uh, uh submerged universe comics is, is into animation demetrius you guys are are doing the comics you guys got pilots just expanding in, into different you know media and entertainment um uh austin uh, i love your your humility but like when i went to your to your like kickstarter and and, and the project that you were run the kickstarter i was floored i was impressed if they're just a layout and like you know the way everything was described the tears how you highlighted the writer like like you know it was a very and then it was like it was successful i'm like duh like you know what i mean like these are the things that separate and and i started to notice these things which is why i even offered the question like man people could learn from from these successful creators and how they lay things out so uh um Maybe awesome. Let's start with you. Let's start with uh, Ego Ego Manga. Um, how did you start the company uh, as a publisher? How did you kind of want to start getting into doing that? And then how did you, you know, how did you how did you start doing it? Right. Well, I started about twenty years ago, two thousand. Um, I was in Texas. This is I'm in California now, but I started off as a fan and just um, basically I just I'll start off as a fan. And I went to a, a local comic book convention in Houston, and I showed my artwork to a, to a, I guess, an editor there and uh, some comic book publisher. You know, it just basically encouraged me, just that it, it encouraged my work. Just those little words like that just motivated me to start my own stuff. So it's kind of like what you said earlier, how people just help people out when they're starting off. It, it can go a long way. Little words of encouragement from an experience. Um, professional can just motivate you to do your own thing. Mm. So that's kind of what happened. It's just I was a fan for, um, many, many, many years ago. And back in Houston, there was not much of an ecosystem for comic book, um, the, the business of comic books. Like all the big companies were DC, Marvel, DC. Yeah. I mean, um, they, I'm sorry, they're all in New York or someplace or, or in California. So there was really no group out there in Texas so I never thought I could just I never thought I would be able to get my foot in the door in these big companies back then I just thought I just wanted to do my own my, I'll just do my own thing and I felt that the internet was like a was an equal playing field for everybody so as long as you have a website and, so and just on a website then maybe that's all I need to do what was the first book you published what was the first book that uh, that you put up there and sold well the first book I published as a as a comic book was I can't reach it. It's called Rumble Pack. It was an anthology um, um, series, and uh -huh. basically what I did with Ego Manga it wasn't necessarily a we published comic books. It was more of a platform for other um, um, like just original um, independent comic books out there. So we made a a comic book series, an anthology collection of comics called Rumble Pack. And we just released it in stores through Diamond, and okay. it, we we were happy with how it worked out. So we made a, a female version called Sh um, Sakura Pack. So um, uh, those I'm, are my two first books. I want to double back to that because you said you you 
seemed like you like you went right into like <laughs> you know diamond like you went right into to pretty strong uh you built a pretty strong platform out the gate so um i would definitely want to double back to that demetrius man doing doing a lot of good things man tell us a little bit about yourself how you got into into, into developing submerged universe uh dv entertainment pictures uh, and 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 how you guys are doing now okay well um I started in in film, so uh, well first <laughs> I was a R&B singer and uh, I wanted to shoot some music videos, so I did that. People really liked that. I said, like, "Man, that fits like a glove. I love that." So I started thinking of this sci-fi film called Submerge, and about a lady thrown into a multi-universe and having to find her way out and find her a daughter. Uh, because of this uh, submerge experiment being done to make super soldiers, so um, so I started with film. So I created five shorts or mini uh, features, uh, and they're like on Amazon Prime and our own streaming service, uh, Submerge Universe TV, and uh, then expanding the world. Uh, with uh, transmedia into our comics. So started in 2013. Here we are almost 10 years later. So uh, been able to build uh, a following, not only with the films, but with our transmedia um, uh, marketing uh, with the novels, the comic books, and anim animated uh, films and games. That's again um, doing a, doing a lot of good things in the space. Like you, you two, uh, I, I was real fortunate to have you among others. Um, there's a lot of talented people. There's a lot of talented indie creators out there. Um, so so to be able to sit down with with two with, with you two and to to kind of share, you know, share and learn and and um, also also you know follow find find new content out there to be to be appreciated be become new fans of um it is really cool i i'm i'm remiss to not share a little bit about myself in this new podcast uh a uh, uh, visual format because i'm not sure how many people really know me i just do the podcast and people have listened to the show but um you know I, i'm roderick curtis i've been doing this for about a year and a half writing and and publishing uh I'm the editor-in-chief of Royal House Comics. We're an 11-person collective of writers and artists. Seven artists, four writers that span the globe from California to Atlanta, to, to North Carolina, to um, Rhode Island, then uh, Nigeria, Lesotho, Belgium, um, yes. Zambia. <laughs> so we, yeah. we, we, yeah, yeah we, we, uh, as people are seeing us and they see how much content we put out, like, again, like if you're not really reading my posts and you're just looking, you're like, how are they have so much, how are they doing so much? And it's because we have such a strong, strong team. So we've released Pharaoh versus Priest. Um, that artist is Ukrainian, actually. And that was my first artist that I worked with before I started uh, the Royal House Com Comics um, Company. Um, but we have Pharaoh versus Priest, Dombe, Detective Rumble that we released last year. And we have uh, four or five more titles that are that are in various stages of production that will be self-publishing. So uh, I, I 
I'm learning a lot from you guys, and man, I'm I'm, I'm like a. I'm taking notes, like I'm taking mental notes. I'm like, man, when I run my next Kickstarter, like it's gonna be on. So, I want to get right into um, uh, uh, like uh, audience, but I want I want to be real structured because I want to get to like how you guys run successful Kickstarters, and I want to talk firstly about how important it is to build an audience. If it's if you feel like it's important, can your work be so good that you don't need to build an audience and that it's just gonna go viral from one person seeing it? And share do you believe that jimmy should start with you like how important is it to build an audience have you seen it done with without that without that level of like intention well uh not not really i mean usually you you gotta have a following you gotta have somebody following you um uh, even if it's one good person, uh, I mean, I've had successful and non-successful uh, kickstarters, but we can talk about that later. But uh, I would say my successful ones, you know, most definitely having followers that, um, you know, are are part of the community, and uh, it, it's really helped out, you know, and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the the one successful one I I, I did have, uh, we did a card game, so we had to uh, do a Kickstarter for that, and then I followed it up with uh, uh, my first comic, or actually my second comic, Fifty One X, uh, to raise money for that, and we got that fully funded, uh, also. But that was actually one person that jumped in and said, "Hey." I really believe in what you're doing and mm. they funded it all wow wow okay so, so each one is different yeah man that makes okay um what about you austin what do you weigh in with how, how important is it to build an audience have you seen it done with, without it well yeah I, I agree it is important to build an audience um for your kickstarter um it's like it's important, I think, to build it bef- like to before, um, like if before you do your Kickstarter, you should do like a, um, you should uh, tell your audience months in advance that I'm gonna have a Kickstarter that's come out in um, X month or next day. So um, go on Kickstarter, um, get get notified for it so that you can stay in the loop for it, and just I, I would do my part just to keep reminding my audience that my Kickstarter is coming soon. To and to just just anticipate it, but I wholeheartedly agree that it's important to um, have an audience. I know it's 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 very um, difficult to for a new person to say that when they don't have an audience and they're trying mm-hmm. to have a Kickstarter for the first time. So for them, I suggest that they would join Facebook groups that are comic book um, oriented. And not just promote the Kickstarter then on their on their group, but just be a part of the group and answer questions, ask questions, be really engaged, build up, build your audience to these various Facebook comic book groups. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when the time is right, you can promote your your Kickstarter to these groups. Not mm-hmm. all the time, but like maybe once a week or something. And, well, mention your progress for the, the Kickstarter. I, I think so. those are two really important takes, and I think you there's there's an agreement, consensus, how important audience building is. 
I, I, I do want to share Royal House's approach because as I said, we, we've only been doing this for about a year and a half and we've produced, produced a, a lot of work. Um, three published in a year. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty like, a, a for a new company to get three books published in one year is pretty like, um, something, something to build off of, right? Let's just put it that way. Right. Yeah. But when, before we started, before we even made one book, I spent, and we talked about this earlier, Demetrius, but how do we learn? I spent months just watching YouTube videos on how to write a book. Just watching right. YouTube videos on how to build an audience, just watching YouTube videos on how to publish and taking notes and crafting a plan and saying, you know what, I like that blueprint. I don't like that blueprint, but I see that little nugget they were trying to do. Let me see if I can incorporate that and and wrote it down and uh, line, itemized it on a calendar, right? <laughs> like all of the structures. So my art, my expertise was not in writing. I learned how to be a writer. I'm an art minor, but I don't draw the comics for Royal House. What I do is build collaboration. I built, I built and helped build and facilitate a strong team so that one, we share each other's audiences. That was the first power, powerful thing about Royal House Comics is like, I'm bringing a thousand just friends and family from my own personal Facebook. So are you, so are you, so are you. So if we are doing one project, if you see us on Facebook, we're always at the top because we're all, we're all liking, sharing, and commenting on each, on, each, on each other's posts, right? And we get that visibility, we get that engagement, um, um, and that kind of starts to to carry on. Where you might see somebody that puts some posts, posts some great work, and it just like falls in the algorithm because he doesn't have anybody engaged with them. He hasn't actively said like sent out. I just started doing this, like sending out links to your followers and friends, and like then they'll watch the video then they might comment like more active engagement so not only do i ask questions but i tag i tag and you'll always see when i post i'm very helpful but i always tag where i'm where i'm where i'm from right my validity where i'm where i'm at in this space so that they can get to it um tell me about some of your mechanics how are you how are you producing effectively and how are you marketing effectively Uh, uh, let's start with you austin and then we'll and could we kind of just uh, we'll, we'll go back and forth. Like Annex? Okay, well, it, it kind of... You mentioned something about um, your company, when you how you built your um, products, your publications three in, in a year, which is great, because um, I wanted to add that it took me three... took my company three years to make our first book, for our book, and um, we started our company many, many, many years ago, 20 years ago, there was no YouTube, there was no um, print-on-demand companies out there, there was no Facebook, there was no broadband, <laughs> it was a dollar. <laughs> and the team, the collective that I was part of back then, none of us do anything about comics, we're just, we love comics, we love the, the anime and all that stuff, so <laughs> we didn't have any type of, um, we didn't even know much about conventions that we can learn from things off that, so. I think now with technology, it's very it's very helpful for publishers this generation, this age, just to get things out quickly because there's there's YouTube, there's Facebook, there's print on demand technologies out there. Um, there's a lot of communication where, like Facebook groups and things, where you can get resources where very quickly to get things off the ground. So that's that's great. What I do now with um, 
with our that's a, with the we utilize those 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 resources now to print our books even now um, even with when we work with uh, big companies like Diamond and all that stuff we use all these resources like YouTube Facebook groups mm. um, print on demand printers um, because it's and even Kickstarter because it's 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 cheaper to do it that way and it's more practical um, than going out with like dealing doing doing how enterprise level companies do like Marvel mm-hmm. whoever you don't wanna we're not that scale so it's to our advantage to use resources that um, that are available to us for free mm-hmm. essentially like if we work if we if we're part of a World House um, Facebook group. We're working with people who have years and years and years of comic book experience. So we can leverage that experience in those resources from Facebook groups like Royal House Comics and and learn from experts from YouTube and reach out to industry executive industry people like through through Facebook or emails and all that stuff. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's your advantage. And that's what we do with our with our stuff. And Kickstarter it's just a, another great resource for us to get our books out there to to yeah, to get to get out there and go, compete on go, the same level as these companies. You're saying all like all the things that like um, people um, need somebody to, to, that has run a successful Kickstarter to like tell them like this is how you do it. Demetrius, I, I saw you jumping in there. Right. Like, well, how yeah, how was yeah, it for you? Most definitely, I, I agree with uh, Austin. That's some of the process. Uh, I do. And, and like you were saying, like everybody that's involved with that project, I am tagging them <laughs> because, again, you're tagging to their people and you never know who's watching in their in their group. Also, uh, you know, the artists, you know, I'm working with artists from the Philippines and uh, Venezuela and uh, Dubai. Um, so, you know. Uh, tagging all of them and in and, and that community uh, again that kind of helps get that out there and get more people uh, involved eyes on your project uh, for me uh, you know we I get some printed of my comics but I do a lot of comic conventions so because I'm doing film and comics so it's comic sci-fi convention. So I'm selling, you know, I'm, I have it all in those aspects. Uh, and uh, one of the things I, I like to do is not uh, only do that, but do panels on how to create a comic book, you know, on no budget or a budget. Um, and the room will be full because people want to know about that you know mm-hmm. and or just kids that come to the booth you know i was like you know what i want to see your art you know i want to i want to see you know because they're like how'd you do this you know and i had a little kid at my last comic con uh come up and you know he got excited i was like you know i want to see your artwork so i could share it you know and you can make you a little comic uh so they went home came back the next day and he had his little folder with all his artwork in it you know and so giving back like that it's it's so rewarding um but most definitely uh like austin was bringing out facebook instagram 
uh, that's this all free marketing is uh, uh, is uh, a place to put your work, and so please use it. And YouTube is YouTube College is the best in the world. <laughs> like you said, taking notes. Uh, that's how I got into film. But then you got to go out and do it. You yeah. got to put those little nuggets together and go out and do it and make your own path. You know, go so many so many powerful things. If you're listening, you got to take note because you guys are it's it's very dense with information right here. And I I want to I want to add. To that in some of the, some of my research when I was coming in and I have a lot of people that see how we're moving with Royal House and um, you know but offering suggestions I love I, I love when you know sarcastic face I love unsolicited uh, you know criticism right you know what I mean like like uh, um, with 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 no like just just flat and uninvited and like you know but so people are always like oh well you should do this you should do this and i'm like i actually wrote down everything that i was going to do projecting from the moment i put a pencil on a paper to like three years out before i reassess so like every move that we're making like we, we went from creating content and branding you're one so like you said about building an audience what i learned is that you have to start building an audience now. We haven't run a Kickstarter. We've spent a year and a half and we're, we'll go a full two years before we even run our, our first Kickstarter because we want an audience. We want an organic following that of, of supporters and fans, people that we've just encouraged and supported ourselves that will return to people that just love our content um, And before we, before we run a Kickstarter. So I, we learned how important it is to, to brand. And then year three, because this is what I'm seeing and what I want, I want to ask you guys about how Kickstarter fits into a, a greater scheme of business. And then I want to get to our two guys content, too. But um, like, how do you like how does Kickstarter start actually kickstart and leverage a real like business plan? Because what, what I found is that the following is the business now with social media. That's how you leverage the monetization monetization TikTok won't even monetize you or let you go live until you get a thousand people so you, you know you better start with your friends and family you know what I mean like where you go go find a thousand people or you got a gimmick or you got to go viral or like um you know what is what is the timing for you guys as far as like building audience do you agree like you got to just start like you may not have a book we went to comic-con and our book got done Pharaoh versus priest and Dambe got done like right before we were on the table. We might have been on the table with posters, but we were going to be there. <laughs> we were going right. to be there with our banner. You know what I mean? Um, what is the timing of it for you guys? How did you, what was your short-term, long-term, you know, short, mid, long-term for your Kickstarters? And, and how does that fit into like your overall business? Uh, Demetrius, let's, let's start with you. Well, I know what, um, uh, I know what conventions and things are coming up. And so I'm kind of getting things together to kind of be ready for those. Um, and so like I knew like with the comic that, uh, I was going to be at this one popcorn uh, uh, convention. And so, <clears throat> and I try to make sure that, uh, I had something uh, there 
because it was just a big opportunity. And so uh, what I did, I split my comment in two. Uh, it's like part one, part two. Mm. Uh, and, and I, and I uh, partner with the convention to make it a PopCon exclusive. So it's like this cover, everything is going to be the first ever. And after this is gone, there's no more. Wow, so okay. people were able to uh, get that, and uh, I got a local company that uh, prints my posters for I don't know they're less than fifty cent a piece. They're eleven by seventeen. I'm like, you get a free poster with every uh, signing of this. Now the one thing that I kind of have is that I have the film side, so. Like some of my actors are there, so I'm having them sign the. If it's especially if they're one of the characters in the comic, I'm having them sign it because I've had, I've worked with uh, actors that are now in Star Wars Mandalorian season two, um, Z Nation. Uh, they were in uh, Agents of Shield, and others are doing feature length movies on Netflix. So. I tell people you want to get these signs <laughs> because their next acting gig could be something really big. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's just kind of held true. So I, I'm able to mix the two of the video, I mean, the, the movies and the comics that kind of work together. Because I look at George Lucas and all of them and how they're intertwining their transmedia of, uh, world, their world building. Mm -hmm. Uh, Austin, yeah. I want to, I want to, I want to transition into like Kickstarters, and I want to start with you with um, the question about quality. So, you know, you you had mentioned it taking, you know, taking a long time to to kind of build up the real, you know, I, like you said, in dial up or ana, you know, analog. But what I see that it as is like um, having a strong fundamental. And I know people can take advantage of social media and all those things now, but it must have taken a lot of grit and real, you know, uh, as much as, you know, Demetrius and I both love YouTube University, you know, to really go out and research how to do these things has got to give you a leg up, I think. Now that you have these resources like, you know, like social media, just to kind of leverage what you've already learned, you know, kind of the old the old fashioned way so to speak um because when i saw your your kickstarter like i said you know i saw you I, I, you do ask a lot of questions you do have a lot of insights and then like when i clicked on your on your kickstarter it's like man like it's a fantastic layout great you know the author has a great history but just the, the positioning of everything like who helps you with you know how do you how do you create that how do you qualify quality you know, before you put it out, like who, you know, how does your team do that? Right. Well, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Um, that would be our fourth Kickstarter that we've done. We've all, they've, they've all been successful. Basically, um, I wasn't, I, I sucked at these crowdfunding things at first. I was on Indiegogo. I had my first um, project a long time ago and it's failed bad. And it was um, just, wrecked on the internet people just really wrecked it said it was a terrible campaign but actually i came across an expert 
a Kickstarter expert at, at a Comic-Con uh, in San Diego. Um, I basically followed his lead. Um, and his, his, his company's called Monolipus Compass. He does a lot of comic books on Kickstarter. He's, he's insane. Like like a day he makes about $35,000 on, on the first 30 minutes of his comics. Mm. So I worked, I basically, I was a student under him. Like I asked him, how do I make a good campaign? He just told me, he just sat me down and just told me how to do it, like on, on how to do it the right way, how to make a Kickstarter the right way, how to create a page. Uh, for example, you, you got to create a great story and just have a real compelling need, have a real genuine need about what you're doing. Don't just say I'm making a Kickstarter, just trying to make money, but just mm. trying to convey a need. And, and I talked, I so I, I talked to him and I bugged him a lot on Facebook. Like, <laughs> should I do this? Should I do that? Blah 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 blah. And so it's imp- it's a very good idea to have a mentor in, in, in Kickstarter, someone who actually has done successful campaigns in the past. And there's actually, there's this, there's a lot of tricks in Kickstarter um, to have a successful campaign. It's not just have a page and succeed. There's, you gotta do quite a few things and work within their system, their yeah. algorithm and such to, to, to do well. And yeah, that's that. And, and, yeah, I, I, and I also look at other successful campaigns and see what they do, how their page layouts, mm-hmm. how they create their 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 copy, their text, and and, and I watch their reward. I just look at I, I just look at many different campaigns, the ones that make a lot of money in the first day or something, and literally copy what they did and try to apply it to my to my Kickstarter. So it's just important to get mentorship and just really reference other successful campaigns. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, did the business need? I don't just make a game start a campaign just to make money. I have a legitimate need for it. For example, Winter Ember. Um, like we have, we have like a the book. We, we need money to print to release the 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 book at stores. So when you work with a distributor, they give you a big purchase order. Uh, X number of copies, and it's a lot of it's, a, it's very expensive to print all these these copies out for all these stores everywhere um, out of pocket. So the, that's why I do Kickstarter, so I can support the um, the retail and the, the to support the, um, the 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 retail distribution of the comics. Mm-hmm. They don't realize now it's great to to. to it, People just want them directly, so like um, direct to market is just as okay as well. Um, yeah. People are using Kickstarter just to um, make their 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 comics directly to fans and all, and direct direct to market. It's not well, necessarily about the stores. I, I, I want to part about the stores. Yeah, but I want to part that. Orders, I see a lot of people. I see a lot of people, and and we can gauge success, which was why like a a, a silver like you know streak through the question was like, how does it fit into a greater business structure? Is your business structure to make a book, make a thousand dollars on a book if you if you run a successful Kickstarter, um, and you know just all right next book next Kickstarter next book next Kickstarter and there really there really is no greater distribution, you know you know uh, process or or outlook besides you know maybe going viral. Some people are just getting picked up 
like Demetrius said, like you never know who, you know, one media exec, you know, comes across it and like, oh, I'll take this, I'll take this on. Whereas Demetrius, I think you were a lot more leading your own ship into the into these into these spaces. And I wanted to talk to to you a little bit about Submerged Universe Comics. I want you to tell us a little bit about it, um, um, you know, about the universe, about the character a little bit more. And then you you started off doing animation live and then the comics became part of that ecosystem so kind of walk right. us walk us through that a little bit of starting with about you know about submerged universe uh, well with uh submerged you know it's, it's a bigger world we're always i'm always building on to that world and part of my transmedia uh was uh to expand it out uh, my characters and things like that where people could get into it. And um, so like in um, Submerge uh, 51X, uh, which is our latest comic right now, um, you know, um, it was important to uh, get it out there and uh, have people, you know, check it out because also it tied into our films also. So it kind of, if somebody was reading that and then they seen the film, it's like, oh, that's what was happening in the background, you know, because it was in the comic. Um, and, and so um, something that Austin was, uh, or you, you had asked Austin about was, uh, as I started to get into comics, I grew up with comics. I, I enjoy comics but i wasn't like every week going to get comics and things like that mm -hmm. so for each little thing that i uh, add to this uh, universe um I, I have to learn about it so not only using youtube but i went knocking on comic book stores sitting down with the managers and saying what makes a comic book successful because they're seeing it. They're seeing what the customer is going for. And usually these guys are deep, you know, from childhood. They know every aspect of comics. So uh, that that kind of knowledge also helped me uh, uh, talking to different comic uh, um, publishers and things like that, that even run their own comic book store. Mm -hmm. um, and so... Um, so that's when we started to expand on our comics and uh, then get it on Comicology. Uh, there's different places you can get it and then also getting it into comic book stores. Mm -hmm. So our, our comics are into comic book stores. Tell, tell me a little bit about tradition versus the new consumer. Because comics does go back, but I think the way people consume comic material now um is very generation z it's it's right on their phone it's you know they, they read manga on their phone um how realistic is it to build a new business model off of that can you can you only sell digital comics and maybe do a kickstarter for like a limited run or you know like like austin was saying some purpose to some purpose to expand to scale out um you know a, a greater business purpose than, Hey, I spent money on the Kickstarter on, on making the book, give it back to me. You know, if you like it type thing. So like, um, 
I guess the, the you know the the question in there. Uh, I I I bring this to you, Austin, because like um, I wanted to know like how do people just bring? Did people did somebody bring you guys Winter Ember and like you're like very selective on what you guys will publish, uh, or do you guys only publish like your own material from very like high caliber writers, artists, you know, you know managers in other parts of the of the production process? Like, how do, how do you guys go about that with Ego Manga? Well, we have a submission policy, and it doesn't matter what level of your organization you're, you're, you are or studio. You could be a one-man shop or a big company like Blowfish. Um, we just want good stories and good artwork, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, sometimes we do, many times we make our own stuff, and then a few times we take out we publish other people's work, but um, it just comes out to good artwork, good story. It doesn't matter who you are or where you're from or what level of your 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 the level of your your industry. I mean, your level of experience. Mm-hmm. It really is true because well, some of our best comics was like we did some really good comics stuff by like a um, like a teenager fresh out of high school and and because he just was very talented and very skilled and, and he knew his audience well. Then as with the Embertis, we work with experienced credential um, um, studio mm-hmm. and like Kevin Grievous, he's he his work speaks for himself. It so does. it doesn't matter who you are. Let me let me work. let me pause for Kevin Grievous because I saw he's like that was the werewolf from, from Underworld. He was the, one of the, the black uh, uh, lichen that transforms. So I was like, wait, I know this dude. And and I, I was following, but I was following because you had set the link. And I, you know, I follow you, you part, participate in our group in the Royals Conference. So I followed because I you know, wanted to you know, look and share and comment and support you, know, you. And then I saw him as you know, the writer, co-writer. I'm, I'm not sure his particular title. But then I just saw his credentials. Just a just not just an act. He wasn't just an extra. <laughs> he wasn't just yeah, an extra. He created. He created. He, he created Underworld. He <laughs> wrote Underworld like, yeah. like um like the Stanley like Stanley popping up in his movie type thing. Like this is the black version of uh-huh. that. You know like, uh, and it was really interesting to get a little history and learning through looking at your Kickstarter. Just like, you know, sparked sparked that you know that much more interest. Um, in the project, I wanna, I wanna get back into like, um, you got me pre pre. We gotta we gotta build an audience. We got me during. You gotta you gotta have the quality. You gotta you know for you, Demetrius. Like you you know you gotta get the production right. Like you, as a producer of content, you gotta execute on those things. When you run a good Kickstarter and you are successful, what is fulfillment like? What are, give me give me the the good, bad, and the ugly of of fulfillment let's start with you uh, uh mr witherspoon how does how how do you go about making sure you deliver on that part on that side well i i think it's important to make sure you get all your deliveries done because that leads into your next kickstarter because you know because people are going to re- remember oh i got my you know i got my books and everything last time you know and they did it you know uh, on time if, if all possible um, so I, I, I think it's very important to get 
when you get done, make sure everybody that has ordered everything to get it, get it out to them, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in a timely manner. Um, so, uh, do, do you find any, because... do you find any cost saving techniques or like, how do you automate it? How do you get help? Like shipping that that's always been why I, I, as I was doing my research, like I mentioned, like fulfillment being a, a heavy burden, not just physically and with time, but also really cutting, cutting the profit margin with, with overhead. No, no problem. Cutting the profit margin with a lot of overhead and shipping and labels mm-hmm. and just time, the, the exchange of time. Um, how, right. how did you go about problem solving with some of that? Well, uh, for me, you know, having help to get everything wrapped up and, and, and labeled correctly, uh, you know, I'll have family come come through and help uh, do that. But, uh, you know, it, it just differs. And that's why sometimes the amount of money that we're asking for seems like a lot. But you got to think about the shipping material that you're sending, uh, prices. By the time you put in, uh, you, know, you know, your Kickstarter, uh, prices can go up you know, for mailing and shipping. Uh, and so, uh, which, <laughs> which has happened uh, lately. So that's where that money is going to, you know, with the shipping and things like that. Unless, you know, you have a company that's uh, kind of helping out with that and um, going to give you some discounts mm-hmm. and things like that. But uh, usually, um, you know, it, it, it costs you know what I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to trying to do a lot better at is, and I recommend it, listeners, followers, like as you're planning or if you're engaged, like establishing some business credits <laughs> so that, you know, if you get a successful Kickstarter, you get a lot of, I think a lot of individual uh, creators and indie creators, they, they carry the, the burden, you know, financially on themselves, of the time on themselves. They don't build a collaborative team for the creative process which means they don't really have a, a team to help with the delivery and like it's it tends to be a one-person shop so um yeah sometimes you know. it can be that yeah. yeah yeah but it's it's key to try to get some help um with that if you can um you know and uh it is it is very important as not only us being creators, but look at it as a business, as you've noted uh, with uh, you and then Austin, you know, look at it as a business because uh, that's going to help you down the line with a whole bunch of other things and also benefits uh, that will uh, help support probably financially your business. Mm -hmm. So look at, you know, your IP, your branding, your marketing and, you know, as artists, a lot of artists don't do that. They just want to draw, make mm-hmm. their art. But uh, as indie creators, uh, if we don't have a big team with us, we have to look at all of that. Mm-hmm. You know, making the product, how we're going to brand it, how we're going to market it, mm-hmm. and, and get it shipped out. Austin, I, I want to ask you a little bit about marketing. Um as as we, we, were, we were talking earlier, it may have been pre-show, um, I, I think it was early in our conversation when we went live, or just about like this, how important social media 
is and if if branding and you know your following building an audience is important social media is like you said just uh it gives you things that you just couldn't do back in, like how many people are going to pass by the store the comic cons are, are different because they're targeted so those are all targeted leads so it's, it, i don't want to compare it to that but like the the process of being a marketer in the old days and literally having to go to these spaces physically <laughs> you know go to a comic book store go to where you think there might be multiple you know it might be a good uh, um, critical mass of, of people who are interested in comics that's why people want to get into bookstores right because it's a targeted reader first and then the reader can go find the genres that they like uh how do you target your marketing austin how do you how do you make that efficient where you're not spinning your wheels how do you adapt like what what works for you with the successful kickstarters that you run like mechanically i know you the tools you use social media but um we talked about post and tagging and stuff like that i think that was like pre-show but like what are you doing um marketing wise that's like man i, I gotta make sure I'm, I'm doing that right well it, it's work in progress because marketing is especially through social media it's always changing and you always have to adjust with the times i've recently learned through my last Kickstarter campaign is that um, um, maybe people know this right now, but like if you buy ads on Facebook and do like a, a lookalike uh, target marketing by um, by importing your own subscriber list into, into your Facebook um, business accounts and then what it does, it what Facebook does, it, it, it looks at your um, your, your list and then it finds people just like your list mm -hmm. so that you, when, you, when you make an ad you it will um it will like, widen your um widen your 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 target market by based off the people that are similar to your um the list that you brought in like a lookalike uh, that was very effective i mean that's it was that's like that, that blew my mind you know when I when I learned about that, the lookalike target um, um, ad that you can you would apply to social media, it's. Do you do? do what uh, I started Google off ad. with basically what's effective for me um, was that I it sent out. I, I I just made a collection of of editors from websites all over the place, like, and and I sent out press releases like maybe once a month or something so all these web magazines websites easings whatnot and just mm -hmm. that's kind of how i uh, on a business level got recognition for my from um, about as my as my company my brand is by sending out press releases to these web mag um, comic book websites and they would post articles about my new announcements or new interviews mm -hmm. with me and my stuff so that was that's been my um been the most the most effective all this time for last um that's the go-to right there that's the, that's yeah, the go-to <laughs> and then going to conventions also helps where you would um have people sign your press your your your, your mailing list mm -hmm. and you send out um emails to these to this list and that's what i that's the mail list that i use was, I use that for my first Kickstarter um, to get my first fund. It's just by 
having a mail list on your website or going through conventions and having people sign your mail your mail list that helps uh, build your audience keeping effectively. that keeping that right here man i don't even need to write that down i'm you you solidifying that for me right here mailing list man that's that's high priority it's very good and it, it's very good and normally i gotta get back on it but like i was relying too much on social media but yeah, yeah. It, it, social media can do, do so far because not everybody um checks their account all the time so they may miss your announcement on the on the twitter wall or on the mm. facebook wall whatever. i'm seeing that a lot so more people are like reaching out like hey are you seeing my stuff like I gotta check with you. Is the algorithm? Yeah. Are you seeing that too, uh, Demetrius? Yeah, the algorithms are always changing, and so it's like, you know, you're trying to keep up with that. But I, I agree with Austin. Uh, having a mailing list is so important because look, look at the day that Facebook went down and how everybody no marketing went crazy. For you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, you know, that mailing list is important whenever you go out and like you said, like the, the comic book uh, um, conventions or if you go to a comic book store to do a signing, get a mailing list together because yeah. that's so important. Like you said, you'll be using it forever. Yeah. Um, I want I wanted, you know, before we run out of time, uh, Demetrius, I want you to tell us about um, Submerged Universe Comics Amazon Prime, Roku, people can go, go um, consume your content in many different ways right now. Um, how did you get on Amazon? To get, tell me about that process. Because that's, a, I think, this is a great segue because we talk about Kickstarter, which is, is great. Like, that's what, like the, the little engine that could. There were a lot of people were trying to get sex with Kickstarter. I think Austin right. showed us how it's a part of a greater business model. And just taking advantage of something out there it's not like solely you know how, how he goes about it the other part is is getting to a level that you're at where where you have media out there that's consumable in these different ways right um how, how did you go about doing that um you know and how can pe people can can go watch your stuff right now correct right right yeah um so i learned a long time ago when i was doing film that uh, and I cannot, my mind is blanking on the site that hooks you into Amazon Prime, but just Google it um, or what, uh, YouTube it. Um, so I was able to get my films uh, up on Amazon Prime uh, because you can get your films, you can get your books. My novels are uh, done and you can get those for free up on Amazon Prime. And so, um, and the reason I can't remember is because they not too long ago changed their name mm -hmm. uh, of, that, of that process. But so I got my films and then uh, also I plugged into Comicology, uh, send them the PDF of um, my comics and uh, all the information that they needed and that, that I got approved for that. And so they're on that, which still leads into Amazon Prime. The other thing is um, uh, people can follow, follow um, the Submerged Universe uh, on our website, dventertainmentpictures.com. Uh, they can get their comics and stuff from there, but also... Uh, with my streaming site, 
uh, we're building it to be just like DC was uh, when they first started out with their streaming. They'll have the movies, but then also the digital part of uh, the comics will be there. So people will be able to buy the, the comics digitally there. But I, I still feel a lot of people want that physical copy mm -hmm. uh, of your comic, you know. Yeah. Um, but digitally, it helps people get it out there. Mm -hmm. You know, it helps you get more eyes on it, I feel. Well, I, I, and, and you're seeing this with the new <clears throat> uh, e ecosystem, I guess, of, of, of content consumption. Where, and you, you, you take like a YouTube star random high school girl or boy that's doing some, you know being themselves really or 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 structuring these videos to go viral in a way right mm. very very you know uh, uh, intentionally like putting together a, a viral video and then using that that following that that vir virality um to monetize is i I wouldn't. I mean, the content's got to be funny, but it's it. It goes beyond content quality sometimes. I don't know how. You know what I mean? So it's just like watch right. somebody right. can monetize watch you know a car wreck type of thing. Or, you know, or monetize, um, you know, yo, really anything because there's all these different niches. So yeah. you know, but it's it goes beyond beyond like just content and being so intentional about like the quality of content and more about just like hitting the niche. And giving the people what they want, so to speak. So, um, I guess in in closing and giving the people what uh, 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 what they want, which is good content. How can people follow you, uh, Demetrius? Uh, and then I want to close with the same question, Austin. What are you doing now? How can people follow follow you? Well, for me, uh, they can go to uh, DV Entertainment Pictures. That's D like in David, V like in Victor. Entertainment Pictures with an S dot com. And also, you can follow us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn with Submerge Universe. Awesome. Awesome. Definitely, guys, check that out. Austin, how, uh, what do you have going right now? Is it Kickstarter Live? How can people follow and support? Oh, well, yeah. So we're working on a new comic at Swipe of the Fox. Um, it was, we worked alongside NBA star Darren Fox. He finished for the Sacramento Kings. Um, it's going to be in stores in, in June 15th in comic book stores. And again, we released the mass market stores in, in October. Borders and Barnes and Nobles, all those stuff. So, Swipe to the Fox, check it out. Yeah. Um, so, um, com is our website, E-I-G-O-M-A-N-G-A.com. You can go there to learn more about our things. And we're also on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Talented, and when it comes to the storytelling, he's talented in basketball, but also 
a really um, talented um, storyteller as well. Yeah. Hey, and, 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 you know, you guys, our listeners, go out, follow, support. Join us on the Royal House Comics Facebook group. You guys saw 